Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Kids. With your host, Joey Valentine. He's one piece of eight. Hey everybody, welcome to another brand new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, back from a brief hiatus. I was a little bit under the weather. I be Ellen, still a little bit congested, so I apologize if you can hear it in my nasally voice, but I gotta do a show. Thank you to the cats from Nerds Talking the Podcast for filling in for me. Always a pleasure to have them on, Lafayette, Carlos, and Johnny Butt Stuff. If anything, you make me look really good. <laughs> Caught something ugly at work. It wasn't the Rona, but it did have me down for the count for a little while. And thank you to Jennifer. You are such a beautiful woman for nursing me back to health and keeping me in good spirits. So thank you for joining me for 30 minutes or less and letting me bend your ear. Again, I am Joey Valentine. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm not gay, but damn it, I'm trying. Welcome to February as we begin to celebrate Black History Month and the many, many contributions that African Americans have given to our great nation over the last couple of centuries. And I hope you are doing well. I hope everybody's keeping the peace. And in honor of Black History Month, why not start off a story and stir the pot a little bit? So... If you had a list of things that you weren't supposed to do at the very beginning of Black History Month, and by very beginning, I mean the first fucking day, I think pretty high up on that list would be to not perpetuate cultural stereotypes, and one of them being like, I don't know, serving fried chicken and waffles to... The student body. Well, that's just what happened in New York. A New York school food vendor served chicken and waffles on the first day of Black History Month. I know you might be saying, hey, Joey, that's not fair. Everyone loves chicken and waffles. And you're right. We do. We all do. White, black, pink, purple. It doesn't fucking matter. Chicken and waffles is the shit. Who would have thought that fried meat would taste so good soaked in syrup. But it does, and you don't have to be black to know that. So, Joey, why are we making a big deal out of it? Well, because for dessert, they had watermelon. Often when I report the news or talk about pop culture, I, I like to backtrack and think how something happened. You know, when something happens on a large scale, it's not just one person. If this was like a private school and a woman brought a potluck and she served her 30 students, her only 30 students, chicken and waffles and fucking watermelon, I'd say, okay, that's an isolated incident and the woman just wasn't thinking. But when you're talking about a public school in New York where food has to be authorized, ordered, prepared, scheduled, served, and not one's, this, I bet half the staff is black. If I was a black person and this happened, more than anything, I would find it absolutely fucking hysterical. There's no point in getting upset about it. Like, nobody was out to, to recruit Nazis over it. I'd find it pretty fucking funny. 
But I got to think, like, didn't anyone say, maybe we should report this to the principal before we serve it? You know, the lunch lady shows up, the head lunch lady. You know, she looks like Chris Farley with the mole. She's like, all right, what's on the menu for the day? Chicken and waffles. Mmm. Watermelon. Uh. <laughs> I think I better talk to the principal about that. By the way, that's a white person's voice I'm doing. And then the principal goes, yeah, holy shit, that slipped through the cracks. Let's go ahead and call that off or at least separate those foods into different meals, different days of the week, whatever. But no, they whipped up fried chicken and waffles with watermelon. It's not something to get like hysterical about, but I do see, as someone who doesn't get offended by anything, I do see how that really, really comes off as offensive. Because you wouldn't have like, Gay Pride Day, and then, like, serve nothing but 12-inch sausages. It's just too on the nose. It's a hat wearing a hat. Anyway, the uh, the outcome of that is that the food vendor has agreed to take sensitivity training. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> so now all these poor people that work at this food vendor company are going to all have to sit down and be told, it's not okay to serve watermelon ever to anyone with chicken and waffles. I'm sorry, man. It's like I had this discussion with a black friend of mine a long, long time ago, and I said, hey, and when I was growing up, man, we had fried chicken and mashed potatoes like two, maybe three fucking times a week. We loved fried chicken, and we are white as the driven snow. It is not about our color. It is not about anything but knowing that fried chicken tastes fucking good. It's why KFC is one of the biggest restaurants in the world. It's why chicken is on almost every fucking plate at almost every fucking meal. Now, if I'm having fried chicken two to three times a, a week, and then I meet a black man and say his wife, and I say, you know, I'd really like you to meet my wife. Why don't you guys come over for dinner? And I, 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 I say, hey, how about Wednesday? And they go, that's great. That works out really well. And then I get home and I tell my wife, I say, wife, I've got a guy from work and his wife coming over. And, uh, and she goes, oh, for dinner? That's great. That's, yeah, we've really, we've been wanting to make new friends, haven't we? What's he like? And I go, well, you know, he's, uh, he's smart. He's, uh, he's from uh, Tulsa, I think. And uh, he's, he's black guy. And then she goes, whoa, 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 uh, Wednesday is fried chicken night. And I go, well, so, well, you can't invite a black man over and serve fried chicken. Well, why not? I'm sure he likes fried chicken, right? Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? It gets to like, <laughs> what do you do? And I asked my friend that and he's like, I, I don't fucking know, man. He's like, just don't serve chicken. Just take the easy way out. I would have to, I'd be like, listen, I'd tell my friend, I'd be like, bro, <laughs> and I wouldn't say bro because he's black. I'd be like, bro, um, that night that I invited you to have dinner, that's fried chicken night. That is just a coincidence. Now, if you find that offensive, then we'll whip up some really white food. We can have mayonnaise sandwiches or something. But if you're not offended, you're going to eat some real good fried chicken. And there you go, right? I think that solves a problem. What's like the whitest food in the world? Like if I was going to somebody's, like if an African-American person invited me over to dinner, right? 
and they were having, you know, like pork chops. And I guess like a lot of black comedians seem to think that white people love mayonnaise, which is very much not the case. A lot of white people up north do, a lot of Canadians do, but here in Texas, a lot of people love mustard. And me, I love all condiments, but I am a big fan of mayonnaise. But if black people thought that all white people loved mayonnaise, would they, should I be offended if I sit down to pork chops and there's like a fucking salad bowl full of mayonnaise and they set it in front of me? They're like, well, we know how you folks like mayonnaise. Just slop it on your chops. (laughs) I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to be like, that is fucking hilarious. For the record, you can serve chicken and waffles at my school every fucking day. I never had chicken and waffles or watermelon, and I don't like watermelon. Watermelon's fucking disgusting, and yes, I know that is not a popular opinion, but I just need you to know I fucking hate watermelon, so don't ever send me anything watermelon. Don't expect me to eat your watermelon. And on the same note, an Illinois woman was accused of stealing $1.5 million in food over the two-year course of the lockdown of the pandemic. She ordered fried chicken. The school doesn't the school doesn't serve fried chicken. Vera Liddell, 66-year-old woman, placed hundreds of unauthorized food orders from Gordon Food Service, the main food supplier to the Harvey School District. The scheme ran from July 20 to February 22. <laughs> she ordered 11,000 cases of chicken wings separately from the district's legitimate orders. And here's the funny thing about this. The funny thing is, is that the the school district said, well, we were going over our budget halfway through the year and realized we were $300,000 over budget. You halfway through the fucking year, you finally realized there was a six digit discrepancy. That is really frightening. You're, you're, you're an institution of higher learning. Well, something about these numbers just don't seem right, boss. Let me see this here. Carry the two and the five. $300,000? Jesus Christ! Are you sure you did your math right? I don't know. I went to school here. Oh, and here's another thing. I'm only going to talk about this one for a minute, okay? As I'm perusing the articles of the web, I come across this one where this girl, it's amazing how somebody posts like a 30-second thing on TikTok and it just goes fucking so viral and everyone has to have an opinion. Well, this one says that this girl who was young and didn't know any better, someone ordered an Arnold Palmer and she carded them. Now, if you don't know what an Arnold Palmer is, it's half tea, half iced tea, and half lemonade. It is a non-alcoholic drink. However, it is a very popular drink amongst people who are at bars or golf country clubs because it's a good way to relax, beat the heat without something that has alcohol in it. But it's served in a bar setting almost exclusively. You would never ask for an Arnold Palmer at Chili's or your local burger joint. Okay, any more than you would ask for a Roy Rogers or a Shirley Temple, also non-alcoholic drinks. She didn't know that an Arnold Palmer wasn't alcoholic, and so she carded this person, and this person freaked the fuck out. Asked for the manager, and then this girl goes online and posts a thing about it on TikTok. Uh, You know, TikTok, the uh, equivalent of about 
5 billion Chinese weather balloons floating over our country. But anyway, and she's like, I didn't know. And really, it's a harmless fucking thing. It's like getting upset that you got asked to be carded when you're 40 years old. You know, it's just a thing. It's like, show her your ID or say it's not alcoholic. No, she asked for the fucking manager. We're talking about the snowflakiest, Karenist motherfucker ever who these people are making me so fucking angry in this country with their fucking entitlement, expected entitlement. This poor girl didn't know any better. But the thing that bothers me the most about this article is that it got like millions of fucking replies. So much to the point that it interrupted my feed about real news. And here I am talking about it. And you got half the people, they're all split on it. Half the people are like, they got the girls back. And half the people got the customers back. And it's like, have you fucking people got nothing better to do? You know, on the other side of the world, they're murdering people for being homosexual. In a whole bunch of countries. And over here in America... We've got problems that extend beyond first world problems. Things aren't gay enough. And now a woman has been carded for an Arnold Palmer. It's time to take action. I cannot stand how oppressed I am in this country. Let's take a break. So, Jacob, what do you think of your first time out hiking? I think I'd rather be at home. I love the outdoors. The beautiful trees, the sunshine. Everything's perfect except for these sugar bugs. Hold on for a second, Jacob. I gotta take a leak. Just wait till we get back. At my age, you take it when you can get it. Okay. Just hurry up. Don't try and hurry me. You'll only make it worse. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Open. Come on. Come on. Gross. It smells like asparagus. Now, class, if you look to your right, you'll see a laurel oak. This is not an uncommon tree in New Jersey. They are quite abundant, but you do have to go deep in the woods to see them. Some of them can be over 200. Oh, my God. Hi! Uh, don't worry, it's more afraid of you than you are of it! Hey! Next case, People versus Goldstein. How do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor, I was just taking a whiz! Mr. Goldstein, you've been in my court more times than I can remember. Why exactly do you have such a problem keeping your penis in your pants? Got a mind of its own, Your Honor! You stuck it in a popcorn bucket, hot dog buns, cantaloupe, all kinds of fruit. Is there anything you have not stuck your penis in? Lately? A good-looking woman. (laughs) 30 days. Get the hell out of my court. Jacob, you gotta get me out of here. Don't drop the soap, Uncle Murray. (laughs) Go, little bag of shit. What will happen to Uncle Murray? Tune in this Friday to a new episode of Two and a Half Men to find out. Only on NBC. Why does it burn when I pee? Why does he fart during?
It's been a while since I've done the Dear Joey, and the emails are stacking up, so let's go ahead and get to them. Dear Joey, I have been on phone calls recently with a married friend when the spouse will suddenly chime in without my knowing they were listening. There are times when I want a conversation to be private with only one person. What's the polite way to make this happen in a world of speakerphones? Signed, Confidential in Indiana. Dear Confidential, (laughs) this is one of my favorite dilemmas. Getting someone to mind their own business. It's very simple. You've just got to be disgusting. If you're a woman, talk about your woman problems. In fact, talk about woman problems you don't have. Talk about your lady parts, your insides, how you bleed from them. Tell them, (laughs) make sure you tell them about the worst diarrhea you ever had. Give them long, lengthy descriptions. And a good way to know if they're on the phone and listening, say something about them. Say, for instance, you're talking to your friend Mary, and she's married to a man named John, and you're worried he might be listening. So what you're going to want to do is go, you know, Mary, I look at your husband, John, and he just looks like the kind of guy that has a really small dick. Thanks for writing in. Dear Joey, I'm very depressed and upset with myself. I cheated on my husband and told him after I realized I had gotten an STI from the man I cheated with. Hal was very upset and we didn't talk for a day and a half, but he didn't yell or call me names. I feel so guilty and confused. He's being really nice, not cussing at me. It's strange. Things are different between us now and it's my fault. It will take time and patience, I guess, but I miss the intimacy and affection Hal and I once shared. Is it normal for me to want him to yell at me and show this anger? When I try to talk about him getting tested for STIs, he gets quiet and brings up the past. Please help me. I just want things back the way they were before I cheated. What do I do? Signed, Reluctant Cheater in Oregon. Dear Reluctant, you filthy, slimy whore. Got yourself in a bit of a pickle, did you? Hal obviously doesn't want to talk to you, and that's understandable. He's very hurt, and he's going to be hurt for a very long time. You're wondering how you can expedite the process of healing. My suggestion to you is to do the one thing that all women don't want to do but men do, and that is butt stuff. Thanks for writing in. Dear Joey, I am a 55-year-old woman who had a few good jobs earlier in my career, which enabled me to buy a lovely townhouse in New England. I now work as a consultant, and I no longer earn the same kind of money I did back then. My problem? About 20 years ago, my parents borrowed money from me to fix their home so they could sell it. After it sold, not only did they not pay me back, but they moved in with me. It was supposed to be temporary, but they've been staying here rent-free for the last five years. In addition to my frustration with my parents, my sister, who was in her 40s, was living down south with her boyfriend when their relationship imploded, so she moved back to New England and moved in with us as well. She is not paying rent either and brought her two dogs with her. I am at my wit's end. Please give me some advice. Signed, Going Bonkers in Massachusetts. Well, dear bonkers, I understand what it's like to live with relatives that are unwanted, and it's a very delicate situation. You can be straightforward with them. You can tell them, this isn't working out. I need you guys to think about another place to live. That's the mature route. Go to your parents and say, you've lived with me long enough. I'm too old to have my parents living in my house. And your sister? 
tell her, hey, I'm not a fan of dogs, and I think it's time you got your own place. We don't live forever, and I'd like an empty nest. If that doesn't work, butt stuff. If you're not a fan of the head-on approach, I'd say go the Amber Heard route. Take a shit where they sleep. Take a shit in their shoes. Walk around with only a top on and shit while you're walking. Just let it hit the floor, plop, plop, plop. And if they ask why, you say, because they can. It's my house. And if you don't like it, you can live somewhere else. Thanks for writing in. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I forgot to announce the date. It is February the 6th, 2023. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. It's been freezing fucking cold here, but it is starting to warm up. I hope it stays that way. In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I will see you on Wednesday. Sucking on my titties like you wanted me. Calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? On my titties like you wanted me Calling me all the time That Bondi check out my Chrissy behind It's fine all over the time What else is in the teachers of peaches? Like sex on the beaches Uh, what? Huh? Right? Oh, right there. Fuck yeah, I can feel your tonsils on my cock. <laughs>